three, two, one, here we go. Hello, beautiful listeners of that beautiful life podcast. This is Roger talking into your ears, or maybe you're listening through a speaker. I don't know, but still, you're using your ears, so that makes sense. It's episode six again. Very much welcome. And right now, the sun started to shine in through my window. There, it wasn't there before. It started exactly now, which means that we are blessed over here, and uh, at least the podcast. And of course, as always, as always, I'm not alone here. I'm a beautiful bud, my bro, Mr. Kudus Campbell. How are you doing over there? I am, um, how can I say, having breakfast and fine. <laughs> <laughs> In that order too, I like it. Breakfast priority, so that's first and then fine. Uh, yeah, the breakfast will make you fine as well. So uh, it's great to be back here. We haven't been talking uh, so much with each other for the last two weeks. I mean, we are up and running on like WhatsApp, so we are updated, but we haven't been recording uh, a mm-hmm. podcast since two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So this feels good. Yeah. Uh, as you should... Yeah. <laughs> Catching up a bit. So we have been working our way around uh, things here in the podcast. We're just going to say that we've switched things around. It's a better word when it comes to uh, the order of things uh, when we talk about our week and the games and telling stuff. So I think we're going to get pretty much straight into it uh, and get into the topics of the week, what we have been doing. Now when the sun is warming up my room quite some, I feel it already. Oh my God, this is going to be hot in here. Um, Yeah, I've been working as usual uh, out at the airport. I had my last day for the week yesterday and I just told Q it was... um, it's been like days with quite some hot weather here, uh, and then it goes down, and then it comes back. So it's, I don't know, it can't really decide whether it's still summer or going straight into fall. Uh, we had like uh, 30 degrees yesterday, for example, and it was quite humid, so I was <laughs> I was sweating working. That was some. Um, I'm not sure how long it will stay, stay. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully long enough so you can come and visit Q and not fr- getting like <laughs> freezing to death or something. Uh, other than that, I have been also, well, I mean, rehearsals were uh, planned for the hard rock band, Capital 59, as usual. And by the way, we have a, a new video, a short excerpt from a song up on, on, on our YouTube channel, the Capital 59 channel. Uh, so, but our keyboard player or or organ player, uh, Jan, <laughs> he had to go down to where he lived before and just see to that the business regarding selling their house and everything over there went good and fine and we're all set. So we skipped money. And then on Wednesday, we decided instead of going out, actually, had a great, uh, sitting at a nice restaurant here in, in the south part of Stockholm because uh, the bass player Gunner he has uh, he's uh, had his 60th birthday he's the veteran in the group the old man <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so we celebrated him a bit uh, bought some nice food and stuff and just had a good time sitting there because it was one of these beautiful summer evenings and and I just had a feeling that maybe this is uh, maybe one of the last ones. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But nevertheless, it was a good, good feel. And I therefore think I've had quite a good week. Other than that, I've just been, you know, I've been streaming as usual, streamed yesterday when Buck went back and played some Insurgency Sandstorm. But we're not going to talk about video games now. It's going to come later in this, in the, in the podcast. But, and there's a big but. I have been curious for quite some time now when it comes to what my dear bro has been doing over the ocean or not the ocean for me it's actually not that far it's more like uh 279 throws of a stone down <laughs> south from stockholm <laughs> there you have the destination okay riddle time not not so much uh bro can you tell us about it ah oh, it's been it's been good i mean we have not recorded in like two weeks we were supposed to yeah. record a week ago but then um, I was traveling at the time, and you messaged me, and you were like, um, "Hey, bro, 
uh, don't worry about you know recording and stuff, you know. And I was like, oh no, we can still exactly. make it, you know. My mom, like, I like, yeah, I felt I- that from <laughs> you. I was. <laughs> I'm always like, you know what, we could squeeze it in in between the flights. (laughs) Exactly. And I was like, sure, we can do that. Like, technically, sure. But then you're going to sit there and be out. So I was more like, okay, no, no, no. This is your trip now. You're going to Gamescom, Cologne, and you're going to talk about it now, of course. But I was like, take it easy. Enjoy every moment, (laughs) whatever you're doing. And we talk later. Okay. Later, bro. (laughs) Yep. Yep, yep, and I, I have to say I um I understand why now because um it was Gamescom was how can I say Gamescom was it was hectic. It was yes. from the moment from the moment we uh you know I landed. Um where this thing though to start with, uh my entire schedule got mixed up when I landed because I, I basically made a calendar uh well, made a schedule on the calendar app on Google. Um so on my phone I made a um sort of uh, an outline of all the the things that I actually I think I don't think it was Google I think it was on my uh, the app for my phone so uh, I think it was Zoom Mail's um, calendar app. and what happened was I set all the stuff to the times that I had that I made with the the companies that I was meeting with but what mm-hmm. happened is that those were all set to UK time zone so British time zone but oh no German time is an hour ahead so <laughs> yep when I landed to Germany. Everything was off. Like, I looked at my calendar and I'm like, did I really have an appointment at this time? Huh? And I'm looking at all that. I can't figure, I couldn't figure it out for the life of me. So I, there I was looking through all my emails. I'm, I'm going through emails and remaking a calendar. Um, oh. On the spot. I, I arrived at the venue like literally, um, right before it said I had a meeting. So I was like, oh crap. I'm not oh. even sure if I, if I did have a meeting back then like, and I missed it because I didn't find the company I was looking for at that time, I think. And hmm. so I ended up finding myself at a hotel for one of the companies I was meeting, which was uh, Mad Cats. And um, I was I was supposed to meet Mad Cats like lunchtime, but um, but I made it to their venue earlier than, than expected because everything was mixed up. And I'm, I basically get to the front desk and I say, hey, I'm supposed to meet a company here for a meeting. The receptionist doesn't know what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, I basically... <laughs> um, I show her the the message that I get from from my contact, and she's like, "Oh, okay, mm. she knows where it is." And so she carries me to the to the elevator. I run into one of my PR contacts, and I no, I recognize him immediately because he he has, he's a very distinct look to him. You know, his um his mm-hmm. his um his company is called Little Big PR, and um and his name is Alex. And Alex okay. is a Alex is a big guy. He's he's like I've seen him in pictures before. I've seen him on Twitter, um, so I know what Alex looks like. So mm-hmm. <laughs> when I when I stood there in front of the elevator and I look over, I was like, "Wait, Alex?" He's like, he's like, yeah. And he's like, he's got this really cheerful personality, really nice. And I'm like, I'm you know, I'm like, could from the button smashes. He's like, "Oh my god, love you guys. Oh, uh, uh, you got an appointment right now?" I'm like, I'm not quite sure. So I explained the whole scenario to Alex and he's like, he starts laughing and he's like, oh, don't worry about it. Come on up. You know, um, we'll, we'll, we'll squeeze you in. We'll get you sorted out. So I go upstairs, get into the, the hotel room and, um, and we do the, the whole interview and everything like that. There was another outlet booked at the same time. So I ended up doing it with that other outlet, the guy from the other outlet. So we did it together and then we split. You know, that guy went to his way and I went mine. I can't remember the guy's name. But when we, he and I, when we went down the elevator together, we spoke to each other while we were in the elevator. He helped me find a press room because I couldn't find a press room for the life of me. I was looking for okay. it all through the convention, couldn't find a press room. And then he just gave me like some, some directions to find it and I found it. Got into the press room, got my, my, uh, my lanyard for press because what happened when I got there at first, I got, I got any, like a random lanyard because when I, the people at Gamescom or the information desk just heads up to anyone going to Gamescom. They can't help you. Most of them can't. Uh, there's like one or two who know what they, like they can help you get to somewhere. And then there's, there are those who just don't know, um, you know, up from down. And so when you see those information desks, just, just pretend they don't exist for the most part. Um, because sometimes you're, you're going to go there and be like, Hey, uh, I'm trying to get to this place. And they'll be like, um, I don't know. And you're like, but you're the information desk. You should know this. This is your job. Um, <laughs> So yeah, there was, there was, and there was one distinct information desk that I remember being the worst. Like they knew nothing. 
you know, I did find some that new stuff, like knew how to help me find what I was looking for. And then there was this one specific one that, oh, it, I think it was somewhere in like one of the main halls or something, like in a, a long stretch <laughs> or a space between the halls. And, oh, they were just terrible, terrible at giving information. And I always dreaded stopping there. Um, but I'd still try, you know, like, I'd be like, okay, maybe they'll know this location. Maybe they'll know that. And every time it was like, oh, sorry, we don't know this. Uh-huh. So they, uh, they basically told me, like, oh, just use any lanyard, it's fine. Um, but then I was like, all the press lanyards are pink and the guest lanyards are purple. And I was like, I don't want to have a regular, you know, person's lanyard. I want a press lanyard. So I went to the press room, got my lanyard. After this gentlemanly fellow helped me find where it was. Um, and he went to his next meeting and I went to mine with my new lanyard in hand. Uh, from that, the rest of Gamescom, um, the first day, which was, uh, I believe the, was it the Thursday? No, it was the Tuesday. The first, so Tuesday went smooth from there. You know, I, I went to all my appointments. I got everything I had to get sorted out. I booked a couple more appointments for Wednesday morning because my intention was to fly back out on Wednesday afternoon. Um, so mm-hmm. I booked a couple more appointments on Wednesday afternoon, got those sorted out, and then I was like, okay, great, I have enough time to, how could I say, to just basically get what I have to get done and then leave Cologne and back to, to the UK. So Mad Cats had a mixer that night. The, the first night, Mad Cats was holding a mixer for, it was invite only, so basically press was there and um, I guess maybe some other publishers or something. And... Basically, when we when we got there, when I got there, I got into the mixer. You know, I knew um, certain PRs, so I, I I chat with them for a bit. But then, for the most part, I was just sitting down there, just having drinks and eating. And um, mm. and then as it got later in the night, you know, people started to tip her off. People were leaving and all that kind of stuff. And um, I wanted to go outside, and some guys wanted to. Uh, well, pretty much everyone was coming in, but there was this group of guys who were still outside. They were staying outside. So when I came out, they were like, "Oh, we'll stay outside with you." And so I stayed out with them, and we ended up chatting. And while we were chatting, we we ended up talking about a lot of stuff and sharing all the information with each other and all that kind of stuff. And they found out that I was leaving the next day. And they're like, oh my hmm. god, why the hell are you leaving so soon? I was like, well, you know, I have, I already scheduled it. You know, I don't really have much. Um, I didn't have, you know, I was, I'm by myself here. This is my first time in Cologne. And I didn't really think it would make sense to stay the entire week. And basically mm. they were like, no, 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 no. You should stay. You should try to, you should book, um, like you should extend your stay. And so I was like, oh, I don't think so. And then, so I started having problems with my Airbnb at that point in time. Cause I was like checking my Airbnb, trying to, to get checked in. And I realized what happened oh. was my Airbnb didn't send like instructions on how to get into the place. So that started to annoy me. So I was talking to the guys and they were trying to help me sort it out along with, mm. you know, my PR friends who were there as well. And um, eventually uh, it just got to a point where it was like, you know what, one of the guys was like, he's like, hey, you know what, if you want, you can stay with us. Um, we've got a lot of space. Uh, and so I ended up, um, when we were leaving, we all left together because they were le- we were the last people to leave the party. And okay. so when we left, we left together and they were like, hey, um, you know, you can stay with us if you want. Because, you know, I mean, what if you go to this place, you don't you, you don't get in properly, then you're halfway across the city. You don't know how you, you're calling us trying to, to get in contact with us to get help and all that kind of stuff. And it, it makes sense yeah. for you to just stay with us. So I stayed with them, got a refund on my Airbnb. Thanks to Airbnb. And um, basically stayed with them. Um that night and then they convinced me to book an extra week so I did book the extra week and um, and stayed out into Cologne for uh, an extra week with and cool. so basically from there I went to appointments with them because they had appointments booked and um, and then there were other appointments that I booked myself while I was at the venue um, because most publishers weren't hmm. doing, uh, they weren't taking bookings while you were there. Um, but one or two, I was able to squeeze in um, some appointments, and you know, with others that I, I already knew, it was easy to just walk up to their to their desk yeah. and say, "Hey, you know what? What's up? What's going on? Can I can I get into this thing?" And so basically, I got to see so many publishers, so many games. I got to see Bandai Namco. Um, I got to see Sega, Atlas, NS America. Um, who else did I see while I was there? 
I saw hmm, so many names. I saw um, Reza. Those are the guys that make laptops. I saw Alienware. I saw uh, I saw HyperX. Well, not HyperX. Sorry, um, Asus. Um, mm-hmm. Just a lot of companies back to back. Just lots of stuff. And then of course, um, of course, uh, Techland with Dying Light Two, which oh, Dying Light Two looks amazing. And um, and THQ Nordic with um, Darksiders and uh, Biomutant, which oh, Darksiders Genesis is amazing. Uh, I mean, I played that Biomutant, and Biomutant was was really awesome. But I have to say, my favorite game at Gamescom, and this is just me just being a, a huge Darksiders fan, was Darksiders Genesis. Um, mm. That was my favorite game at the event. Uh, it was just it was just so good. If I had to rank my favorite games at Gamescom, it would be. Darksiders, let's say top five. Darksiders, Grid. Um, so yeah, Darksiders, Grid, um, Biomutant, uh, and what do you call this other game? Uh, Dying Light 2. And uh, what's that other game that I played? I would have to say Dragon Ball, um, Kakarot. In a way, like mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not even sure if I'd say. It. Actually, no, 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 not Dragon Ball Kakarot. Sorry, um, I just remember the name of it. Um, Trails of Cold Steel Tree. Those are my top games at Gamescom. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, of all the games, Darksiders was just so cool. And Grid, oh my god! If you haven't seen the new Grid, just heads up to anyone who hasn't. Who, if you haven't, it is so cool. Like. It is so cool. I mean, that game makes you feel like you're a really good racer when when you're like me and you suck. So, um, <laughs> so basically, the the PR for it, um, well, he was in PR basically. He's one of the developers, so he just helped me set me up with like a car. He set the settings with the assist and everything like that, and he put me mm. in this really good car. And oh, Roger, boy, did it hug the roads! Like, ooh, it hugged some some <sighs> roads. Like, damn. Um, there was also Blair Witch, which um, which I played that. Oh yeah, uh, I think that's out today. Actually, today um, as we it, talk, it's yeah, it's gonna be released today. Actually, I just uh, bought it before we started to stream uh, uh, to do the podcast I recording. I requested a copy to, um, yesterday because I saw the email um, last oh, oh, night. Oh, you did? Yeah, I requested a review copy. I don't know if um, Sh- I should. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I I remember saying that I'd request a copy. But when I got back, I was so busy with so many stuff. I ended up requesting the copy last night, so I'm waiting mm. for the for like I requested it last night. So today, I guess I should get the copy of Blair Witch because mm. um, I played it at Gamescom and oh, that game is terrifying. Um, you know, I was playing it <laughs> and I just I tossed my controller up near. There was one game that I saw that you were a big fan of, which is um, Little Nightmares Two. Um, oh yeah, it's coming the 2020. Spring, I think. Yup, yup, yup. So I got I think, to, yeah, yeah. I got to see it. I got to to, to experience a bit of it. Um, mm. There's something cool about it that I haven't told you about yet, but you'll find out in a couple <laughs> weeks or months or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm keeping that one to myself. Um, mm. Other than that, yeah, basically, I just played so many games at Gamescom, and um, Germany was just such a nice um, city. Uh, you know, it, I mean, I didn't get to do much sightseeing per se. Mainly, we would just we go to the convention, come back from convention, go out eating mm. and drinking, and then get back to the flat, sleep, rinse, yeah. repeat, and so forth. So I did that for the entire week, and then I got sick. I got um, convention flu, and so for the last mm. day, I didn't really get to go out. I, I basically just spent the day in bed. Um, Oh, oh, that that much. Shit. Yeah, it was in. Sorry, actually, it wasn't really in bed per se because I went to the convention center, did convention stuff, started feeling really bad, went to the press room, rested in there for a bit, then left, came back to the to the loft, stayed there for a bit, packed my bags, mm. and then went out for dinner with the guys after a bit, came back, mm. they went to bed, and I went to the airport, and basically okay. basically okay. snoozed at the airport. So, hmm. I didn't really get much, uh, how can I say, exploring. Of, I, I mean, I kind of explored yeah. the city by being lost, but, um, yeah. yeah. I, <coughs> Were you able to see the dome? Did no, I there? wasn't. I wasn't able to see the dome. Oh, gee. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't able to see the dome. Um, you know, but the thing is, you know, next time I go to Kelowna, at least I, I have a lay of the land, and um, 
True. And yeah, yeah next time you gotta be there so that way I actually exactly. Do so <laughs> yeah, the yeah the dome is cool. I also said I I kind of understand you didn't have the time, but I sent you also a recommendation for that restaurant. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you were able because that's quite close to the dome. Mm. Uh, it's interesting because it became like a place that one um, one or two of my uh, Chromata colleagues back in the days and me went to when we were there playing. Mm-hmm. And then when I was with Adam three years ago at Gamescom, then we went there too. And then the year after that, when Adam went with Experiment, Experiment 101, the first time <laughs> regarding <laughs> Biomutant, he went there eating too. So it's like become this kind it's of to go to play. Yeah, it's it's really this genuine like German restaurant with really good uh, uh, Wiener schnitzel and, and beer and stuff. So it's... Uh, it's mm. <laughs> but we, we can go there another time. No Definitely. Worries. You gotta... Um, again... Next time you gotta be there, so we will yeah we'll go to the right yeah. places and check out everything and book the entire week. Um, yeah. I am not going back to Germany again and doing a, a day. I mean, it's not it's you just don't get as much done, and no. you miss out on so much by doing the one day because there's just so much that happens yeah. um, during the week, so much um, things, and then just other than that, just being able to go out and have some drinks and eat. And I drank so much in Germany, like the amount of beer that I drank. <laughs> I was just, we drank so much it was just like it was insane <laughs> yeah but I, I don't blame it's good beer so <laughs> it is it is Jim and beer is pretty good I had I had a lot of beer um, I think I've I drank way more in Germany than I've than I've drank anywhere else you know um, <laughs> it so, goes without saying almost it's like I understand I totally get it <laughs> I you, know I know I know even on the flight over uh, you know because what happened was I ended up booking oh, my flight over was um, I ended up having a connect flight so I went to mm-hmm. Munich right and um, which Munich is past Cologne by the way if you're coming from the UK exactly so you mm. you actually pass your destination and then go back to it. So I went to yep. Munich, um, which was about an hour and 45 minutes or something like that. So, or maybe less than that. Maybe hour and 30. And mm. when I got onto the flight, I was on this, this, this flight called, uh, I think it's Le something airlines. That's, uh, Le, do you know any airlines, um, names that start with an L? Um, it's like an orange uh, logo. Uh, okay. Um, Lufthansa or uh. something like that. Lufthansa. Yeah, I mean Lufthansa. Indeed, Lufthansa. that's the biggest. That's the Lufthansa one. is. Uh, they have the Star Alliance together with Scandinavian Airlines and, and a few other companies. It, Lufthansa is is huge. It's it's a big company. I've been flying uh-huh. with them many times overseas as well. They are good. Okay, uh, so I got a Lufthansa airline flight. Flew over to Germany. The first thing I noticed. So I'm sleeping on the flight. Right. This is me being super comfortable and super chill. I'm sleeping on my flight over, getting a nice nap. Sitting between this this young lady and an older gentlemanly fellow, and um, while I'm sleeping, I just hear and some and like something splashes me in the face. So I'm like, "What the hell?" And, um, so I turn around. They're popping champagne on the plane. Uh, people are pu- they're pouring alcohol and stuff. And the gentleman and I, we both get splashed. So I'm wiping off. Um, they give us like paper towels to wipe off the stuff off of us and all that kind of stuff. And then they come around to offer us drinks. So they're like, oh, do you want any, um, what, do you, what would you like to have? L- Roger, that was the first time I knew you could have alcohol on a flight for free. I was like, oh, uh-huh, okay. So the gentleman, he was, he was like, oh, I'll have a beer. And I took water, right? Because I was thinking, oh, you know, you probably have to pay for alcohol. So mm. he, um, the guy told me, he was like, oh, no, alcohol is free. I was like, freely? He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah. He's like, um, he's like, would you like to try some? I was like, yeah. He's like, um, are you old enough? Because I don't know, I look so young. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, um, I'm old enough. I could drink alcohol. So he calls over the air hostess. She comes back, and he's like, oh, the gentleman here would like some, um, some beer. And so she brings me a beer with a glass, and I have my first Very German beautiful. beer on the way over. And I'm just like, oh, you know what? Um, European airlines already win against, um, you know, North American airlines because one. <laughs> There's more leg room. There's, there's just way more leg room. Yes. Yeah. And there's alcohol that you can just have without paying for it. You know, it's just like alcohol is standard. So I, I was just like, yeah. I was like, you know what? This is this is perfect. You know, I was like, I had me some alcohol, <laughs> drank some beer. Oh, you got a good start. Yeah. <sighs> you know, I felt I felt like like um 
like you know like like Putin or something for like a moment you know like I yeah. felt like like I could fight a bear or something it was like it was really I, you know it was just like I was like yes manly so yeah <laughs> indeed um but yeah uh, once, almost in- initiating a man spread yeah I almost know. almost initiated a man spread to, um if that that young lady wasn't sitting next to me on the side of the plane mm, man spread would have yeah. happened uh yeah. so <laughs> So yeah, and then when I got to the the airport, I ended up um ended up getting an Uber. My Uber was was not that good. I ended up giving her like three stars or something or two stars, because um, mm. she didn't really understand a lot of English. But I didn't mind that she didn't understand English. But my problem was that when I it said to meet her at gate B, and she met me at D. Now oh, I don't know okay. how you mix that up. D, you know, like B, why B, is I'll it? probably mix up. Uh. It has its, it's it's clearly like even on the the GPS, it's clearly listed where I am or where I was supposed to be. She's way yeah. ahead of where I'm supposed to be. So like when I walked to mm-hmm. her, I'd already moved away from where the GPS said I was supposed to be. And mm. um, and you know she was like, oh it's okay, this is how it's supposed to be. And I'm like, yeah, two stars for you. <laughs> so <laughs> so basically. Yeah, um, got that, got to the airport, um, got to the location, all that kind of stuff, everything went smoothly from there, and um, just big shout out again to the guy who helped me on my way back from the airport, because I got lost, his name was Tim, I don't have any other information for him, but he was an angel, like, you know, I just, I basically just got to, like, I got lost, ended up on another stop, had to find my way back, pulled out my phone, and when I whipped up my phone, I was like, okay, um, I asked this guy, I was like, excuse me, do you speak English? He's like, yes. I said, hey, can you help me? I'm trying to find the airport, blah, 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 so forth. He's like, okay, um, I'm like, is this the train that I'm supposed to get onto? He's like, yep. Got onto that train, but as I got closer to my stop, he, he was like, um, this is your stop. You gotta get off here. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. He got off with me, Mage carried me to where I needed to go to, to connect to the next train that I was supposed to get onto, and then carried me all the way to the airport, stayed with me until I got to the airport, made sure I got off at the airport, and then he just waved me goodbye, you know. He just said bye, and and um, and he, he just sailed off like an angel into the into the the distance. And I was just like, oh, I should have taken his contact information. No. <laughs> so German Tim, if ever we meet again, man, uh, I, you know, you've got to be on me, man. You are you are an amazing person and super cool. Thank you for helping me. And yeah, mm. it was it was nice. It was pretty pretty nice. Um, all that kind of good stuff. So yes, whoever you are, Jim and Tim, you're you're heaven sent. And so hmm. that was basically Cologne. I mean, there's so much more I can say, but we'll be here yeah, all day. Yeah. So because um, there's yeah, a lot true, that happened at Jubilee and in Gamescom. Yeah. Um, big shout out to anyone who I met at Gamescom. Um, the guys at Elite um, Gamer who um, were my my host in the sense of I stayed with them. Big shout out to them mm. as well, um, and then basically just uh, you know big shout out to my family who basically were the reason you know that I got over to Germany. My brother, my sister, and all my sisters, you know everyone yeah. was just sort of like so supportive and calling me and making sure everything is going okay. And you know they were all mm. they were all great. You know everyone was great and making sure that I that I had everything I needed and it was oh, it was they made. What was what would have probably been uh, a terrible trip if it was just up to me? A great, wonderful trip, and oh, yeah. um, and for that, thanks to all of them, it was great. Um, and even you, Rod, you you made sure to check in on me to make sure that I was okay. So there was yeah, also that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Cologne. If you are planning a, a stay in a, a city, I cannot um, stress enough. It is a beautiful city. Um, just keep in mind people over there smoke a lot of cigarettes so if you're gonna go to a restaurant and you don't smoke go inside um, and also people drink a lot over there so like if you can't drink you know um, learn to drink or something I don't know um, <laughs> <laughs> learn to drink <laughs> oh my god that was the best one ever yep Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I, but I kind of get where you're coming from. Pretty much. Yeah, it's a social thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great weather, though. Great weather, not like UK weather. Yeah, it stayed good. sunny. Mm-hmm. It, if it was sunny, it was sunny. If it was cold, it was cold. Yeah. It knew what it wanted. British weather was like, 
Uh, do I want to be hot today? I'm not sure. You know what? I'm gonna read. So mm, basically, it hesitates more. I think it's. I I I can assume that. Yeah, it's it's, it's very finicky. So that was Paloon. <laughs> um, switching to the what we've been gaming this week because we you know we play Vigima yep. games. I've been playing a game mm-hmm. called Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist Link since last night, since yesterday, on the Nintendo oh. Switch. So I got this from mm. Konami. And it's basically a Yu-Gi-Oh! game on the Switch. I've not finished it yet, so don't even... I mean, I'm, this analysis so far is fairly early. I, I could change my opinion in a heartbeat. But basically, it's a Yu-Gi-Oh! game. You play through the story of um, of the, the Yu-Gi-Oh! stories all the way from the beginning story through GX, 5D, Zexel, Arc, V, Varenes, or whatever they call it. And so forth. And you just play through the campaign. How it plays is that you, you select a, a duel. It just puts you again. It puts you in control of someone in the story that won the duel, and you play against the person who they oppose. And you're supposed to win the duel. You can either use your deck or you can use the deck of the the person that they use in that battle. And um, it's a pretty solid game. It's it's Yu-Gi-Oh as I remember it. I, I have to say it's been fun. I haven't gotten past the initial main storyline for Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, I haven't gotten to GX yet or any of that other stuff with all that special summon and all that kind of crap. But um, mm. so far it's been good. Uh, and then also just wanted to say I found out that there's Dragon Ball Zenvis 2 on the Nintendo Switch for free, um, which is like a tr- um, a light vision Dragon Ball Zenvis Light. I don't know what it entails. All I know is that it's free. I- I'm assuming the story's there, and you have to um, purchase um, you have to purchase the, the characters individually. So I'll figure that out eventually during the week. But yeah, I've been gaming that. Uh, what about you, Raj? What have you been playing? Yeah, I, I I was actually a bit surprised, and I guess a big part of the gaming community was because all of a sudden there was this open alpha out on PS4 when it comes to the upcoming new Call of Duty game, which is Modern Warfare by Infinity Ward. It was like, okay, so, uh, good fact though that I actually saw it. So I downloaded it, uh, last weekend then. Mm-hmm. And I played it quite some. Uh, it was the new, like, 2v2 game mode that is called Gunfight, which is literally like a game mode, but 2v2 on, like, small and medium sized maps. Mm-hmm. And damn, this was really fun to play. I had a blast, and I played also a lot with, uh, Agent Adam, my oldest son, and we, we wrecked people to the right and <laughs> left. I think we played like 15 matches. We lost one. Wow. So, uh, yes, that's quite good rate. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've done two videos on my channel for anyone that is interested to hear what I think about it, how it looks, how it plays and stuff like that. It feels now that they're taking a, it's quite a leap from what Call of Duty was before. And I think Infinity War is on something that at least is attractive for me, you know, uh, developing the genre or and the franchise, I would say, as well. Since we also know that the multiplayer overall is getting like a, a new... <laughs> almost like a new phase in a way. Uh, there's going to be like the, the normal 6v6, but also 10v10 and 20v20. So they're going quite like big scale too. Mm-hmm. And... and uh, it's a new graphics engine, uh, which is great. It looks really good. Um, as usual, the gameplay is tight, and uh, but it has a more, especially this 2v2 version now, has a bit more of a competitive or a tactical side of it as well. So you can say that you have a bit like insurgency slash, I would even say even more Rainbow Six elements in the game. Uh, and and it's gonna be interesting to hear and see what like the casual part of which is most uh, like a casual uh, community around uh, Call of Duty, what they say about this and what they think about it. Uh, I'm not sure everyone's gonna like it, but I think for for like gamers with a big G, this is really really interesting and 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 nice. So I'm I'm I had fun playing. Uh, and I am really looking forward to play this more. Uh, so positive vibes right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's good. Yep. Um, I haven't played Call of Duty in a while, but um, I, at least hopefully if it if it turns out to be a good experience, then that that's good at least. Um, yeah. Because we're having so many bad experiences sometimes with games these days. I mean, still good ones, but you know, 
Oh. Yeah. yeah, but especially also, you know, we were talking about like the Call of Duty franchise before. They they kind of rise and repeat. It's mm-hmm. hard. I mean, they put up a game every year, even though there are three stud- uh, studios mm-hmm. sharing the burden. You know, it's it's hard to like reinvent or do something that is well. You have to be cautious too because you have kind of legacy and people are expecting expecting certain things in the game. Mm-hmm. But I think here they are doing a great balance mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to that in, in my book, and uh, I'm happy to see that it looks as if Infinity Ward as a studio is back and 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 being strong again mm-hmm. because back in the days they were head to head with Treyarch or or even ahead sometime. So this is good. I think they've got back some some power or devs from from also the Respawn Entertainment Studio, which you know when 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 uh, Infinity War crashed after Modern Warfare, the the first original Modern Warfare, uh, some devs also went to Respawn Entertainment when that popped up from the ground, uh, creating Titanfall One and Two, and and also now Apex Legends. But from what I've heard, they've got back some manpower, and it just feels that as if they're doing a good thing here. So. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to follow up. I mean, the game will be fully released at the end of October, so I will pro- definitely uh, play the game and probably post quite some content around it as well. So mm. there you go. Sounds good. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's positive, as you said. It's nice when it, there's like uh, these small beacons, <laughs> you know, of good games around the corner. And I think we have definitely a fall. Uh, to look forward to when it comes to video games. Um, as I mentioned, I, I just bought the, you, you mentioned the Blair Witch horror game. I like me horror games. So I'm going to stream that on Tuesday, uh, this upcoming week and looking forward to that. And then we have Borderlands 3 around the corner. Mm-hmm. I'm quite curious for that too. So yeah, it's happening. There's games coming out that, that can be of interesting for a lot of people. So. Look forward to quite a good gaming fall of 2019, I would say. Definitely. As soon as I have my setup set up, I'm looking forward to, to um, doing some Pez stuff. Because um, oh, Pez yeah. comes out on the 10th of um, of this month. I'm actually going to try to call Konami. Oh, this? Yeah. Oh, oh so already beginning of September. Yeah, so the 10th oh, of September. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going um, to call Konami today, actually. You know, it's so nice to be able to do something like that. You know, you're in the same area, you can just call them and be like, Hey man, you know, I'm just on the road, bloody blue. So I'm going to hit up Konami later today and, um, and you know, just, just confirm if, if you know, if Pez is ready for my hands. Because I was told that, uh, you know, just to get yeah. in contact like a week before the release. And hopefully if they can get me a copy early, I'll, they'll get me one. So I'm going to hit them up. Yeah. See if I get a copy early, that's going to be great for me because I'm looking forward to just playing Pez. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably get to doing that. Probably playing some good old Pez. Sounds having awesome. Having a good time. Yeah. You know, so yeah, Pez this week is going to be awesome. You know? Mm hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, we're stepping into September already. On Sunday, it's the 1st of September. Yep. So that means that in one and a half week from now, this game is out, you know? Yes, so. definitely. So I, mm. I'm going to be playing some Pez 2020. Um, the review is going to be up. Um, hopefully, um, hopefully I'll have the review written, at least the first review, because I'm actually releasing three reviews. I think there's three or four reviews for this um, year of Pez. So hopefully the first review is complete by then, and then you guys can get to enjoy your Pez. Um, I'm supposed to have my, my new case by next Tuesday for my computer, so my PC should be, te- technically should be up and running by Tuesday. So we'll see. Let's see how things go. Beautiful. Yeah, that would be great because I mean, there's opportunities uh, that that you know we can also play once in a while. So that would be beautiful. Yeah, it's nice to have a setup up and going. Yeah, definitely. So you can get back into the PC uh, master race again. <laughs> Sorry, I have missed it. I have missed the PC life, my friend. It is. It has been a tough yeah. um, existence without us. So <laughs> it is. I know. So yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but you know how, how things go. It's not, yeah. er, nothing is like set in stone. So basically, once everything is sorted out, then if everything goes well, I'm back on my PC playing all the Vigima games the way I like them. Oh, yeah. Everything's looking beautiful mm-hmm. and all that kind of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of beautiful and all that kind of good stuff, I've been watching something that's beautiful in a different kind of way. It's called Dave Chappelle's Sticks and Stones on Netflix. And cool. it's Dave Chappelle's new special. And the thing is, is that 
Dave Chappelle has been one of my favorite comedians for years. And the thing about Yeah, but he's good. He's, he's good. good. Yeah. Uh, the thing about Dave Chappelle is that he's also always been like his jokes have always been rough. They've not been, you know, like um <laughs> They're not like nice jokes, you know. Like you know, some pe- some comedians <laughs> make jokes and they're like, eh, "We're gonna make jokes and just make sure that no one gets unhappy." No, Dave goes in on you. He doesn't care, right? Mm-hmm. And I like that. I like that Dave Chappelle doesn't that he doesn't pull his punches because comedy should be just that comedy. You should be able to joke yeah. about things. You should be able to laugh about things. And it seems like these days. Everyone's so afraid to laugh about anything that no one makes any jokes anymore. And if they do, the jokes suck, you know. Or, or, or you know, yeah. it's just like everyone's afraid to do anything. And so for me, Dave Chappelle, he basically, uh, you know, he basically facilitates the kind of jokes that I grew up watching. And I'm sure it's the same for you. I mean, there were jokes that. Like you could have made ten years ago that you can't make today that most comedians wouldn't even dare because it will it will destroy their career or whatever have you. Dave Chappelle doesn't have yeah. that issue. He just if Dave Chappelle thinks something is funny or he thinks he can make a spin on a, on something and make a joke out of it, he does. And and for whatever reason, however he does it, it lands. Like even if it's something that's supposed to be offensive, that would that um offend most people, you know, or some people. Somehow Dave make lands it like he just does. He lands the joke, and um, and everything he says leads to his joke. Like his setup is is this, it's sublime. And so for me, Dave Chappelle um, new comedy special Sticks and Stones. It has been like it's literally already been all over the news already for controversy, but I love mm. it, man. It's it's really good. It, it, I didn't get to see the entirety yeah. of it, but. For what I've seen so far, which is like I don't know, maybe like the first twenty minutes or something, it's good. So um, yeah, check it out if you want to. If you are, if wow. you dare. <laughs> <laughs> but you, oh, sounds you like you have been yeah. watching something that I actually want to watch because I've heard about this before and it's on my to watch yes. list. Yes, and um, curious. I don't have I, the, yep. the the platform to watch it, so not yet. Anyway. But uh... <laughs> okay, but yeah, oh yeah, you have to watch this. <laughs> this is not something you can just pass. <laughs> you have to watch it. We're talking about a series. I think I mentioned this before. It's called The Boys, <laughs> and this is an an Amazon original series. And it, it, I have to say, I really enjoy this. Uh, now we're done. We've actually gone through the the seasons, and and it's all just a waiting game now. As you know, you watch seasons like one and two, and then okay, when is the third one coming? <laughs> Maybe New Year. I don't know. <laughs> I hate that. But anyhow, it's it's a great series. This is um, all about action, comedy, crime. Uh, a group of vigilantes mm-hmm. set out to take down corrupt superheroes who abuse their superpowers. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's this, uh, you know, accidents or, or coincidence kind of things that happens that bring these guys together. Uh, there's at least a few faces you will recognize, but it's... it's um, they they get together and this crew is like seeking the revenge on the world's most cor- cor- uh, corrupt superheroes and I kind of like that that it's like the, the corruption in in this kind of organization around the superheroes because it's like a company that take cares of like everything you know marketing uh, press uh, and of course also what is a big secret and I'm not going to spoil that but we can put it like this people believe that these superheroes are more or less a gift from God meaning that they got their powers just like like this mm-hmm. but that's not really the case mm-hmm. uh and we have for example uh what is his name again yeah Carl urban uh, who is an actor you will recognize i mean he was back in the days also in in the uh, lord of the rings and he's been doing a lot of things i think it's original of, yeah it's from new zealand uh, and he's playing someone called billy butcher and you can say that he's the leader of the pack when it comes to this group of a small group of humans that wants to take revenge. They have different mo- motives, but most of the time it has to do that someone beloved or close to them, family, has been killed in some way by one of these so-called superheroes. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, the leader of the superheroes is called Homelander, a charismatic, like, Superman-looking dude that is... Yeah, I, I have to say, he plays the role really good, and you, you like, start to uh, <laughs> hate him a bit after <laughs> some time. Uh, it has a 8.9 on IMDb, and I would give it around that, maybe 9 or 9.1. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a really, really entertaining and good series. I think they've put it, done it in a really good way. Also showing, like, it's not that easy, too, to be a superhero, to be honest, and have all the, you, you know, the public eyes on you all the time and stuff like that. And it's another young girl, like a uh, f- uh, girl from a small city that comes into this uh, small group. It's like, they're called the Seven. So it's seven superheroes that are forming this um, uh, unit, you might say. And she is called Starlight, and she gets into this, and it becomes... Tough already from the beginning, not going to spoil that either, but also she ends up meeting one of the group, one of the members from the group of the uh, uh, opponents, you might say, that wants to take out the superheroes and it gets a bit complicated. We can, I can spoil a bit saying like this, there's also a bit of romance in there and it's quite cute and and nice, so I like that too. Uh, So the boys is a big thumb up if you have the possibility to watch it it is possible to watch it elsewhere than Amazon and I'm not saying more <laughs> I'm going to stop there because you know that's what I was wondering I was like oh so I didn't know you had um... well I'm not going to say any more than that <laughs> no don't <laughs> okay yeah well basically mm-hmm. that answers my question um yeah but yeah, I've been I've been wanting to watch the boys myself. So by yeah, please do it. Please do it by all means. Uh, I think everyone, a lot of people listening to this podcast, would probably like this. Mm-hmm. Again, I mean, in action. We like that. Mm-hmm. Like this comedy thing. Uh, great. Some weird stuff sometimes, and and a big laugh. So check it out. It's it's cool. It's good. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, it Wait. is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will be checking out the boys soon. So, yep. There's a thing that we usually do right about now. What's that thing called? Shout out for your podcast. Ah, shout out for your podcast. The shout out for your podcast this week is one that we shouted out before, but since uh, the podcast has started anew, I think we can shout out some podcasts that we shouted out before. And that is Married to the Games Absolutely. podcast, because it's a podcast that I've been listening to while traveling this week. So, well, this these past week. So yes, Raj, what can you tell us about Married to the Games? Kids, wives, and nine-to-fives, but we're still married to the games. Married to the Games is a weekly podcast discussing video games, marriage, jobs, and more. Join the crew of Gabe Patillo, Tim Browder, Chris McCracken, and Ed Placencia as they discuss all the latest gaming news, offer marriage tips, and discuss the balance between family commitments and their love for the games. Mm. Mm. Oh. Good stuff, oh, right? that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. I like the mix there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, we have been you have been you know putting this um, up here before, but it's probably worth it. It sounds this this is something I could listen to indeed. Definitely, most most definitely. Yeah. So yep. Um. So basically, yeah, been been checking out Married to the Games, and it has been it has been delectable as per usual. I've been enjoying. Mm. Uh, and so I just have to say. Basically, if it's a series that you're, you know, something that you, you want to watch because, or li- sorry, listen to because of the fact of you're looking for something interesting with some um, people who have been podcasting for a while and understand um, each other, like have a good, you know, back and forth, a good rapport with each other. And I wouldn't say they're the best uh, sort of like educated people on games, like they're not. They're, they're like dad gamers, you know, so they don't really... <laughs> The gaming level, I, when I say dad gamers, we're not talking like Rog, like Rog is a gamer gamer, you know, like Rog is a dad, but he's a gamer before he's a dad, these guys are like dads before they're gamers, kind of dudes, so, yeah, yeah, okay. so when they get, <laughs> they get excited for the things that we, the rest of us are kind of like, really, really, you're excited about that? Like, <laughs> uh-huh. but I think the okay. thing is because of how genuine they are and how fun they are about it and Cavalier together with, you know, they just, they have such a good, uh, how, can I say a good rapport with each other? It just makes it so good, and I, I just think it's such a good podcast to listen to. And uh, it's been my my go to podcast. So, um, well, one of my go to podcasts when it came to traveling to Germany and back. So, if you're looking for something to listen to, check out Married to the Games podcast. Um, mm. Watch. 
Hmm. Yeah. I think we've done everything we can do so far for the day, haven't we? I think so too. We got it all together pretty nice. Nice package. Yeah, I, think I, so. I, I believe. I yeah, think so. I think so. Yeah. But the most important thing, of course, is not what we think. It's what you guys out there think. And hopefully <laughs> you have been enjoying. Uh, again, getting some tips when it comes to video games and telly and also hearing the beautiful story of Q going to Gamescom. And if you want to know more about that, I think, um, in, in the outro here, uh, Q can tell you something about if you want to watch what he was doing. Um, just <laughs> all the way here. But for me, it's going to be have a lovely week and weekend, uh, wherever we are in the week when you're listening to this. And take care of each other. Enjoy life as its fullest. As I always say, uh, that, that goes for food, taking care of your body, but foremost also taking care of family and friends. With that said, guys, muffin and out. Mm, beautiful as always. So guys, as always, uh, I, this is the part where we wrap the show up. This is the part where I say my stuff. I have to say though, I've been a bit uncomfortable here. I don't know if you guys have been hearing that. I've been moving around because I'm sitting in sort of like crisscross applesauce kind of way yeah. um, on the floor in my niece's room. So not the most comfortable setup at the moment. My legs been going numb and stuff like that, but it's okay. We got this. So yep. pretty much, yeah. Um, if you guys, um, what Roger has been alluding to before is basically the fact that uh, if you guys want to see like vlogs and stuff about you know my gym trip and all about the stuff that I'm doing over here and all that kind of stuff, then you're definitely gonna want to check out my personal YouTube channel, which is just Kadoos Campbell, which is my name. You can find a link to it pretty much everywhere. Um, if you subscribe to me anywhere on YouTube, you'll find it. Um, uh, so yeah, if you fo- subscribe to me at you know at LP Guardian on YouTube, um, then yeah, you'll find it, which is L P G R D I N. It'll be there in the suggested featured channels or something there on that on that channel. Um, as always, you can find Roger at 40 Splish Flash. That's 40, the number 40, so 40. S P L I S H S P L E S H Splish Flash. Um, pretty much everywhere. Um, that's YouTube, Twitch. And um, Twitter and every pretty much where else. Um, Roger streams three times a week. Is it Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays? Correct. Correct. Ah, oh, got it. I'm so good at this. And you um, are. You are. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you can find me anywhere at LP Gardens, L P G R D I N. Um, that's Gardens with also you. And as always, we wouldn't like you guys to miss out any of the episodes of that beautiful life. Many beautiful people like you subscribe to this podcast on Castbox, Acast, the Button Smashers dot com, and elsewhere. And with a company that you're gonna like it that we're giving away for free. So as always guys, this has been cute. Fail pleasure.